0: Take our text this evening from the book of Acts, chapter 10, beginning at verse 44. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them which heard the word, and they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. This account in the book of Acts chapter 10 is an amazing account of how God hears and answers prayer. It took place over a four-day period and it really shows how God's timing is always perfect. Cornelius lived in Caesarea. Peter was in Joppa. An angel appeared to Cornelius, told him to send men to Joppa, look for one Simon Peter, He was a house, a Simon, a tanner. Is a house down by the seaside. And go ask for Peter. And so he sent men to go find Peter. On the next day, Peter was waiting to eat. He went up to pray, went into a trance. And through that, God told him that there was men standing at the door asking for him. And God told him to go with them, doubting nothing. Quite an amazing story, how all this came together. But it shows us that God is in control. And God sees a hungry heart. And God will go the extra mile when he sees a hungry heart, someone seeking the Lord, wanting to receive an experience from the Lord, the Lord will do everything he can to help that person receive that experience or that answer to prayer. Verse 4 of chapter 10 uh, shows what took place uh, really before chapter 10 took place that angel as he came to Cornelius that day, he says, Thy prayers and the nine alms are come up as a memorial before God. See, God had been hearing Cornelius' prayers. He had been praying to the Lord. He had been seeking the Lord. He he had a hunger in his heart and he wanted to receive more from the Lord. And as as he prayed and continued to pray, and, and sought his own heart, uh, laid his life out before the Lord. The Lord saw that. And sent an angel to him and told him, thy prayers and thy alms have been heard. They're a memorial before God. You know, Cornelius had a pattern of spending time in prayer. He looked to the Lord. Uh, we could say every day, uh, every day the decisions that came up, uh, just by his pattern here, uh, he looked to the Lord, uh, to lead and guide and direct each and every day. Uh, he spent time encouraging his family to seek the Lord and friends that he had, uh, to seek the Lord. It's obvious here that he'd been making consecrations and yielding his life, uh, fully to the Lord. He was seeking for something he didn't know what it was other than he just wanted to draw closer to the Lord. He wanted all God had for him. When we have a hunger to receive from the Lord, the Lord sees that hunger and he will act on that hunger. As as we get to that place uh, where everything is on the altar, where we've consecrated everything to the Lord, uh, the answers will come, the experiences will come. Uh, Matthew five six says, "Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled." That's a promise. Th- those are, those are words uh, that Jesus spoke. He promised us. First, we'll be blessed. We'll be blessed just by seeking the Lord. And we, we prove that in, in our devotions, our time with the Lord. We've, we've seen how the Lord blessed uh, our lives just by spending time in prayer. But it says, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. Or we could say, whatever experience you need, or whatever need you have, as you hunger and thirst for an answer from the Lord, for an experience from the Lord, uh, you'll be blessed in doing that. But more than that, it says, for you shall be filled. You'll receive that. The Lord's not going to hold back. When we get to that place uh, where everything's on the altar, the, the Lord will be there. He'll give that experience that we're seeking. God saw Cornelius' hunger. He saw that thirst. He saw that desire that he just wanted to draw closer to the Lord. Along with the spiritual hunger, as we we seek the Lord, uh, we we must come in faith believing. We have to believe the Lord's going to do it for us. For a person to be saved, uh, of course, they're under conviction. The Lord is drawing them, and, and when they uh, yield to that, and they they kneel at an altar to pray, uh, and they start reaching out to the Lord, they have, they have to pray in faith, believing. They they have to believe that the Lord will change their life. They they have to believe that the Lord will take the sins that they've committed out of their lives. When one is seeking for the sanctification that inbred nature of sin that we were born with to have it taken out of our lives. They have to believe that the Lord will do it. The the Lord prayed that we'd receive our sanctification. He prayed to His Heavenly Father that, that we would receive our sanctification. The disciples, and we're followers of Jesus today. So that promise is the same for us today. But we have to believe it. We have to pray in faith believing and receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost is the same thing. You have to believe the Lord will give it to you. He wants to give it to you. If you're seeking your baptism tonight, the Lord wants to give it to you. He He told the disciples to tarry in Jerusalem until they were filled with power from on high. And And that day, the day of Pentecost, as they prayed together, their hearts beat as one. And as they were praying and reaching out to the Lord, uh the power fell. And the 120 in the upper room received their baptism that day. But we have to pray in faith believing. No doubts. No questions. Just simply uh, step out in faith believing. Stand on God's promises. If we doubt, if we think, well, I can't I can't get sanctified or I can't receive my baptism. Well, you won't. The doubts have to go away. You you have to believe that the Lord will give that to you. When you get to that place, the Lord will do it. He won't He won't hold back. He'll give it to you. Mark the eleventh chapter. Some more uh words of Jesus. Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and you shall have them. We have to believe. Just simply believe. Just say, Lord, I believe. Take all the doubts away uh, and, and just believe. We, we could say with Cornelius that the Lord moved mountains for him and his family. How the Lord worked when he, when he heard Cornelius' prayer, and then he, when he called Peter to go with those men, Peter didn't know who they were. He, he didn't know what was going on. He didn't know what to expect, but he went because God told him to. You know, the Lord showed Peter whosoever will may come. It, it was more than just the Jews. For the gospel, the, the Gentiles also, God was calling them. Uh, God is no respecter of persons. And so as Peter got there and asked Cornelius, uh, what was going on, what, what was happening, uh, Cornelius invited his family in and some friends. They were all there gathered together, just waiting to hear from Peter. God called him to go get, call for Peter. And so he was just expecting, waiting to hear something. And so as, as Peter started preaching, uh, as I read there, the uh, 44th verse, the power of the Lord came down, the Spirit of the Lord came down, and they were all baptized. Cornelius received his baptism. His family, his friends that were there, they all received that beautiful experience. It all came down to a hunger, a spiritual hunger, and spending time in prayer. Uh, the angel told Cornelius, he said, "God's heard your prayers, and He was going to answer." That what Cornelius wanted was the power for service upon his life. At, at that point, uh, it doesn't appear that he even knew what it was or what to even call it. He just had a hunger. For more of God. You know, that's a good way when we pray, when we need an experience from the Lord, uh, maybe sometimes just forget about the experience and just tell the Lord you want to draw closer to Him. Just let the Lord know that you have a hunger in your heart to receive from Him. You, you won't be disappointed. The Lord will give it to you. He, he'll bless you. Psalm 107 says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Verse 9 says, For he satisfieth the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. That's what the Lord wants to do. That's what the Lord wants to do tonight. Do you have a hunger tonight? Do you have, do you have a stirring in your soul tonight? You know, you know, this is, we can say this is just a regular Friday night service. But the Lord is here. And two weeks from tonight starts our special meetings. Wouldn't it be wonderful going into the special meetings and you know that two weeks before that you were saved or you received your sanctification or you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit before special meetings? Wouldn't that be wonderful? It would be wonderful. So tonight is your night. As we come to prayer tonight, just come expecting. Let the Lord know that you will receive from him. That you won't just draw closer to him tonight and see what he'll do for you. God bless you. Let's stand and sing a song.